is Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com. Coming soon to iOS and Android. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. The Virginia grape that I gravitate towards more so than any other is going to be the Cap Franc. A Cap Franc obviously is... um, more known for blending with cap sauce, but for some reason the Virginia Cap Franc to me is just delicious all on its own. Hey guys, welcome to the Swirl Suite. My name is Sarita. You can follow me at Find Me Up on all social media. You can follow the Swirl Suite on all social media as well, and you can follow our podcast episodes wherever you find your podcast. So yesterday we had some technical difficulties. So this episode is chopped up just a little bit, but I think it'll turn out okay. We talked with Stacy, aka VA Wino on Instagram, and uh, she schools us down about Virginia wine. Take a listen. Hey, I'm Stacy. Um, my name is Stacy Brooks, and I uh, go by VA Wino or Virginia Wino. Um, and that's spelled K-N-O-W, so V-A Wino on Instagram and Twitter, and my blog is virginiawino.com. I'm a marketer by day. I've been in IT marketing um, and nonprofit marketing um, for about 20 years now, Um, but over time, I've grown a strong passion for wine, and um, so wine is not only my hobby, but it is, is a true passion for me. I asked Stacey, what made her start writing about wine? Because wine is some something that you can just sit back and enjoy, but what took it to the next level? So what inspired me to write about wine and Virginia wine um, in particular? Uh, well, what got me into the industry was because about 20 years ago, my first job out of college really was planning the Virginia Wine Festival. Um, so I planned that for three years straight and that I was very young at the time but it really introduced me to the Virginia wine scene and how it was growing there were only not even a hundred wineries at the time so it was very small um but um I knew this was an exciting area and it just really piqued my interest and um you know I fell in love with some of the wines and, and I started exploring wines way back then but it really wouldn't become a passion for me until about I say like 10 years later so about 10 years ago, I um, I just found that I was spending 
much of my spare time outside of work at the wineries, you know, would venture to the various Virginia wineries, check out the scenery. Um, Virginia's so beautiful. There's so many different wineries in different locations, like on the water or on mountains and, um, you know, looking over valleys. It's just the, the ambiance of many of the Virginia wineries are just really spectacular. So I really fell in love with that as I started visiting more. And, um, and so I just decided to start blogging about it because I was meeting so many interesting people the experiences were um, really what I wanted to capture and that's the whole thing around my blog and my social media it's all about the experience that wine brings uh, brings people together brings good conversation so then I asked Stacy what are her three top favorite Virginia wineries and why so what are my three favorite Virginia wineries and why? Uh, I'm going to stick with Northern Virginia area just because I have so many favorites all over the state. Uh, it, it would be hard for me to pick a top three, but um, because I reside in Northern Virginia, this is where I am most of the time when I'm out on the wine trail. My top three, uh, I'm going to say, are um, my first is Casanel. Casanel is a small family-owned vineyard in Leesburg, and they have a female winemaker, which girl power, I'm very excited about. They make wonderful wines. I mean, just top notch. They do a sparkling red from the Norton grape, which is the Virginia native grape. They just came out with a new sparkling white on Sunday, which I have yet to try. Uh, I plan on making it out there this weekend to try that. So that would be my number one. My other favorite Virginia winery is... Um, going to be crushed cellars so that's in Percival, virginia it is very small it's like a dairy farmer owns it his name is bob if you go there you're going to have an amazing time and you're going to leave with groceries for the week so i try to go on sundays and um, i get my eggs i get my meats cheeses and of course my wine um it's a fun atmosphere it's almost like being at like your neighborhood cheers bar or something but you're literally on like a dairy farm and there's chickens running around uh his wines are very very good and he's just um a great personality and again going back to the experience uh, you're going to have a wonderful experience going to Crush Cellars, so I always recommend it. It is small, though, very small, so uh, make sure you try to go on an off hour. I usually go on Sundays. And then my other favorite is um, going to be Fabioli, uh, Fabioli Winery in um, uh, Leesburg, technically it's in is just amazing. I'm sure many people out there have heard of uh, Fabioli and Doug Fabioli. He's uh, one of like, the been on the forefront of Virginia wines for a very, very long time. He actually consults with uh, the city winery in D.C., and he was one of the first Virginia uh, winemakers to get their wine imported into D.C. He may actually be the only, uh, but he makes wonderful wines. It's also a uh, cidery, too. They opened that up recently. And they're going to uh, have very unique wine and food pairing tastings. And it's very inexpensive, 12 bucks, And you get a wonderful plate of food, little snacks and bites to go along with the delicious wine. 
Well, like I said, I have so many other favorites across the state. Uh, there's so many great ones in Charlottesville. That's a wonderful region for wine. Blenheim is a, a real fun one. It's owned by Dave Matthews of Dave Matthews Band. And um, uh, there's so many. Um, but that's probably my favorite in the Charlottesville region. And um, and then in central Virginia, I have another favorite. It's called Chateau Maryland. Again, small, family-owned, uh, but they make really, really good wines. They tapped one of Virginia's um, most popular winemakers for their um, wines, which I don't know how they did that, <laughs> being such a small, uh, small spot. Um, but because I'm sure he's expensive. Um, but I think that was more than three. But it gives you an idea of of the wine, the wineries that I love throughout the state. So this is where I asked Stacy about wine tourism. Um, her story reminds me a lot of our Vino 301, Leslie Frilo, and Maryland wine. And I asked her, had she ever thought about Virginia wine tourism? You know, one question that people ask me all the time is, why don't I get into wine? Or have I ever thought about wine tourism? And yes, I have. And I'm still actually trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. So wine is definitely... um, definitely on the horizon for me. I, I don't know in what fashion. I did go and get my level one sommelier um, certificate. I wanted to have some credentials behind me and I want to keep studying, but more so um, I want to um, get more involved with the Virginia wine scene. I are I am very involved um, now, but I just want to be able to do more. So I look forward to doing that in the coming years and seeing what happens, seeing if hopefully I can uh, migrate or transition uh, into a a more serious wine career versus uh, the hobby that that I got going on now. But it's so much fun. Here I ask Stacey, what grape in Virginia does she gravitate towards the most? The Virginia grape that I gravitate towards more so than any other is going to be the Cab Franc. A uh, Cab Franc obviously is um, more known for blending with Cab Sauvs, but for some reason, the Virginia Cab Franc to me is just delicious all on its own. A lot of them, uh, a lot of the Virginia wineries make this really good. Um, there are some maybe not so good, but uh, they really have seemed to perfect this. Uh, our soil just seems to work for that grape. Uh, I love like the grittiness of wine. I love to actually taste the earthiness of it. Uh, the green pepper notes, which a lot of people maybe don't enjoy, I love. And the Cab Franc from Virginia has all of that. So that would be my favorite Virginia grape. All right, so now we are back to our regularly scheduled programming. Glennis, Tanisha, and I talk with Stacy about Virginia wine, and then we ask her our random and not so rapid questions. So where the conversation is picking up at, um, I posted an article on Instagram this week about a guy who sells wine in London, and he said, in order to sell wine, you have to sell people more of an experience. And here are our thoughts. Yeah, others um, (laughs) others agreed and then others didn't. So uh, how much, if you were to give it a a percentage out of 100%, how much of the lifestyle do you need somebody to give you? And then how much of like the wine education behind 
the winemaking do you need when you go to a winery? Or does it depend on who you're with and where you are? That, um, I think it's different to ask us. Right. Um, um, wine professionals or just have more um, knowledge and more of an interest in the industry itself. Where right. you drinkers. I think if you talk to a casual drinker, that most of them will say the lifestyle. Because, like, I agree with the person um, who wrote the article, and I wrote this on your Instagram. When it comes to spirits, no one is telling you where these grains came from. And no one says, like, oh, we picked these wheat from a field in um, yeah. of uh, Egypt. Like, no one cares. They are showing you people at a party, they're stepping off of a private jet, going to the club, hanging out with friends. They are selling you a lifestyle when it comes to spirits. That's what people right. drink. And I feel like wine marketing is, I won't say light years behind, but maybe like a decade behind, what people actually want and how to market to people. Because I feel like they're still marketing the story, the wines, and that's only yeah. for people who are in the industry. I, yeah. think. Right. I feel like wine people still, to this day, talk to each other and not to the consumer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. true. I forget to say that <laughs> I'm drinking. No, <laughs> I'm not. Um, I'm drinking Norton from Horton. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah cool. So, um, so this is their Tower series. I hmm. don't really know what that means. I haven't been to Horton in a very long time. I haven't been either in a while. So. Is yeah. the one they used to do? They do um the fruit flavored wines too. Is that they, one? Yeah. I saw those. They had a whole shelf full of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Horton. They used to do all the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, but I like it. it. I haven't had the Norton Grape in a very long time, so I wasn't even sure how I, how I was going to feel about it. But it's, mm. it's actually not bad. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, they do a pretty good job it's in Norton. Virginia huh? does, I said it's an interesting grape. Virginia does well with it. And yeah. so does, I think it's Missouri where I heard it from. Yeah, I've had yeah. this one too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So. We had some wines. Was that when we went to the Smithsonian? Were they from Missouri? Oh, they were. Yeah. Okay. Well, now to the next Ooh. topic. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you have to start from somewhere. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. you know what we used to say about, you know, no shade. We used to say about Virginia wines. You know what we used to say about Maryland wines. Yeah. 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 They, they, they have both changed. come a long way. Yeah. 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 More yeah. consumer support, more actually more government support first, because that's yeah. yeah. It better. Yeah. Our problem was we always used to say when um these when the wineries start and uh, all fifty states make it now, but a lot of places weren't consistent from year to year. That oh, wine yeah. was so completely different. Yeah. And mm. you'd recommend it one year and be like, oh my god, this is so good, y'all got to taste yeah. it. Yeah. To the wine right. festival, tell right. my friends to taste it, and then they taste it like, okay, you're probably just right. out of right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? And then I taste it like, oh my bad, you okay? <laughs> All right. So I had to stop being able to recommend stuff because I'm like, I don't know what it's gonna taste like next year. Yeah. Because right. um, it's a lot of trial and error. It's, you don't know what it was. Yeah. Be. And uh, one thing that Virginia was able to do is stop. Uh, <clears throat> They started really growing what works best on their soil mm-hmm. and not just like, all right, we're yeah. Chardonnay and Shiraz and Merlot because that's what people know. They were like, no, we grow Cabernet Franc really well. Yeah. We do 
Day really well. Yeah. We do Petite Verdot and um, uh, Norton Grape. So they yeah. start with those things. Once you figure out what grows on your soil in your area, because what grows well in Northern Virginia is different than Eastern Virginia. Yeah. Virginia. So once they figured that out and then were able to do that. Yeah. And they have a lot of government help. They yeah. have a lot more than Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of government. A lot so of support. Kind of step it up. Yeah. Yeah. So Maryland's on its way, though. I support Maryland since that's actually yeah. where I, I got into um, wine. So, mm-hmm. so oh, Stacey, yeah. um, what grape are you drinking? You mentioned the winery, but what grape are you drinking? This is a blend. It's called, okay. um, yeah, 1734. It's just like a blend. I think it's like the Cab Franc and Cab Sauv. I think that's actually what it is. Yeah. Gotcha. It's very good. Is there a specific, um, like maybe style or grape that you kind of lean more towards from Virginia? Yeah, I actually prefer the Cab Franc. I think they do an amazing job here. Um, I've been to some like winemaker, um, events where you you know help blend the wines and that sort of thing and make wines and I always like end up with just a cap rock like we're doing all this blending and then at the end of the day I'm just like I think I just just on its own um I'm definitely more of a um I like the earthy tones of wine I like to taste the um you know like the grittiness um, and to me, the Cab Francs, especially from Virginia, kind of have those notes. So that's my favorite. Yay. Awesome. Um, well, if there are no more formal questions for Stacy, we can move on to the other part of our show. Any more questions for Stacy, guys, about Virginia wine? Have you been to Jane Charles, Stacy? Jane <laughs> Charles Winery? Um... I have, but it's been a long time. Yes. And I think it was only once. Their wines were pretty good, surprisingly enough. Okay. For, for me, anyway. Yeah. Of um, Virginia wines. And as the other ladies have said, they've come a long way. So, yeah. Is it? But James Charles was one of the few wineries that I went to, and I was like, hmm. This is actually pretty good. I'll Wait, take another. But it's where did was that the winery you went to the white party for? Exactly. Oh, oh okay. Never, yeah, I had never had their wine. Their wines are phenomenal. I was totally oh, nice. yeah. surprised. Totally surprised. I'm gonna have to get there soon. I haven't been in so long. But it's funny because that was a couple of years ago. And like Tanisha said, y'all go up there in a couple of months and be like, she recommended this. Right. Like, oh. Yeah, and you're right. The, the, cons- the consistency just hasn't been there. I mean, even like with um, talking about Tarara being my first, Tarara has, I mean, it's been 25 years. So, I mean, they've had their bad years and good years, in my opinion. I mean, everybody's, um, you know, got their own opinions about wine. But, um, I mean, there have been some times I've gone there and it was just like so bad. I didn't go back for another, like, five years wow. <laughs> so wow. you know and actually when I was at the farmer's market on Sunday tasting they have a new line and they were really good so I'm like okay now I got to get back there again I haven't been probably in like two years so um but yeah we have um I think a long way to go with the consistency but but there are some doing very well so hmm. and that makes sense yeah. with issue right. with consistency because if you think about it 
when people compare it to like, oh, France and Italy, okay, they've literally been making wines. Yeah. For right. yeah. right, the beginning of time. <laughs> the 70s, like, come on. Mm-hmm. And that's California was making it in the 70s. Like, not right. Yeah. So, for people that are like, yeah, we've been making wine 10 years. No, you yeah, I mean, You just figure it out. Right. Got your vines to grow straight. So, yeah. That's still, that's your cellar wine. Pretty yeah. Much. Pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. So it's something that they'll probably look back on in like 50 years, you know. Mm-hmm. It'll be around to say, oh my gosh, remember we made this wine back in 2015? Oh my yeah. God, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they say if you look back on your first, uh, first offering, first service, first product, and you're not embarrassed, you, you launched it too late. Yeah. So something that they can definitely look back and say, uh-huh. oh, we did it, we tried it. Right. And then we perfected it. You have to have something to build on. So. Yep. Nice. Yep. I I have a short story. So when I was at the <laughs> the when I was in Cancun at the My Taught You retreat, Yvonne Orangy, she was telling um one of her stories and she said that when she booked Insecure, she had to audition five times. And she said that you know, they kept bringing me back because, you know, my competition was good, but they were at their peak during their first audition. And she said they kept bringing me back because I kept taking their notes and getting better and better and better. So while you're, you think your competition is good, you still can grow and get better, but you can't, you can't look around you. You just have to watch yourself and you have to grow yourself. And that's and mm-hmm. next thing you know she booked insecure and that's wow that, that was crazy. The story, yeah. yeah. And also people yeah. sometimes uh trips people up looking at the competition, yeah. trying to see what they're doing instead yeah. of just head oh. down. Like when you oh. think about horses race, they had the blinders on. Sometimes you just gotta have your blinders on and just focus on this is my lane, let me run this race as fast as I can, as best as I can. Mm-hmm. And I have to worry about what these other people are doing right now. Yeah. Okay, well, that's true. Right. All right. So we are about to do our random and not so rapid questions to get to know you a little bit better. These are pretty much for everybody. Um, Everybody can answer. Okay. All right. Question number one. What is your favorite sandwich? My favorite sandwich is just a big fat Italian deli sub with all the salami and pastrami and prosciutto um, and provolone you can imagine with lots of oil and vinegar yeah um, Yum. <laughs> um. <laughs> Tanisha this is hard because like I have favorite sandwiches in different places uh. so my favorite sandwich here would probably be a croque madame mm. which is the um, with the you know toasted bread and the cheese on mm-hmm. top mm-hmm. has the egg um, if I am in the States, I love a patty. A what? A, a what? A patty oh, melt. Oh, patty yeah. melt, yeah. So clearly melted cheese is like a thing for me. <laughs> and wait, yeah. so remind me, I didn't know black people eat patty melts. So that's like, does that, who, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hamburger patty, right? Just for like, melted yeah. <laughs> This is just yeah. What is the patty? Is it like it's not it's not fried or is it like a burger? It's like a hamburger. Yeah. Oh. It's just kind of thin and like 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a whole bunch of butter on the bread to toast it, and then um, sauteed onions till they're golden brown. Ah, okay. Cheese is melted on it. Okay. Or if I'm in Chicago, a hoagie from the hoagie place. Okay. Gotcha. Glennis, what about you? Oh my God, this is so hard. Um, <laughs> um, actually, no. Uh, Stephanie kind of stole my thunder. I I love a nice cold turkey sandwich mm-hmm. from a nice authentic deli. Yeah, being from Jersey, it has to be oh, an yeah. Italian hard roll. The bread makes the the whole difference in the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yes. I needed a uh, Italian hard roll, <laughs> oil and vinegar. Yes, already mixed up, so it yep. gives you that good oil and vinegar mixture. The shredded lettuce. Yes, the lettuce. Can yep. old piece of lettuce you bite and then slide off. That's not gonna work. <laughs> you gotta know how to make the sandwich. Yes, turkey, lettuce, tomato. <clears throat> And Italian seasoning on top, it, that's the best. Yep. Mm-hmm. Outside of White Castle hamburgers, that's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> another whole <laughs> <laughs> so that's the sandwich that's I'm <laughs> So I forgot where I was, but I was at a little deli. It's in D.C., downtown, somewhere. And you got to walk down some stairs to get in. It's very hole-in-the-wall. But so they roast their own turkey and put mm-hmm. it on a toasted sub. And then they add broccoli rob on top. Mm. And then I think some cheese. But like oh, that was the wow. best combination. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so good. So that good. Be- yeah. So that's that's my sandwich. That's it. <laughs> All right. So I guess this is for you, Stacey. What is your favorite wine bar in Virginia? Um, so my favorite is going to be one that's here in Reston, Virginia. So I'm from Reston, Virginia. I grew up in a very small town, about what 20, 30 miles outside of D.C., um, close to Dallas Airport. Um, it's not such a small town anymore. It's kind of boomed. But um, but anyhow, there's this kind of old historic area called Lake Ann. And um, there's a wine bar there. It's called the Lake Ann Coffee House and Wine Bar. And that's my favorite um, right now, they have a lot of wines that um, aren't really in many stores or anything. It's just a lot of different um, wines from like small production, and um, it's right on the lake. So you sit on the lake, you have your wine, you have your, and sometimes like actually sometimes I'll get there early, I'll have coffee, and then I move to wine and have some, you know cheese or something, and just sit there on the lake. So that's my favorite spot. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. Scary. Again. It's called the Lake Ann Coffee House and Wine Bar. It's um, you know, independently owned small little um, wine bar here in Reston, Virginia. Nice. Yeah. All right. Next question. So, summertime is pretty much here. If an ice cream truck rolled up outside right now, what would you get? I know. That's easy. I would get a toasted almond. Ah, okay. That's my favorite, my go-to. Okay. Glenda, since you know, you go. Push-up creamsicle. A push-up creamsicle, okay. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. 
it's creamsicle. You push up, or yeah, the and it would make like a mess. I love yes. it. Oh, these are so bad. <laughs> like all over here. Because you always push up too much. Yeah. Uh-huh. Be all over the push place. Push a little, yeah. you be like, oh, I got it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they have that same type of ice cream creamsicle flavor with the one with the um, bubble gum on the bottom. Oh, it's a cone yeah. shape. Oh, and has yeah. The yeah. Same flavor. Mm-hmm. Either one of those. <clears throat> Strawberry. Okay. Tanisha. Stacy B or like Stacy B Love, something like that. That it has to have like love in it, because um, that's just kind of how I am, just mm-hmm. like love kind of person. So that's what I was thinking, like Stacy B Love or MC B Love. That probably sounds better, MC B Love. I like that's it. That's it. That's it. Go ahead, Do y'all have rap names? Girl, I can't rap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can't rap. I. I it would be G money. I like G money. Like that'd be me. You, 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 you be the hype woman. You gotta have a hype woman. It would be G money because that's what people yeah. call me. In. That's like, good. That's money. G money. G money. I'm tagging all posts. G money. You know what? You can't say stuff around. See, there you she go. Mm-hmm. She'll write it out. <laughs> yep. I'm going to tell it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this question is for... Uh, sorry. Uh, 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 slow down. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. What's your rap name? So, I've always liked the word 
terse, like abrupt. Because why? I wonder why, ma'am. Because I'm short in stature and I'm pretty abrupt. I don't talk much. So I think I would be DJ Terse. On the like it. Spell the DJ up. I would DJ okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be a rapper. Yeah. I'd just yeah. Be a DJ. Yeah. Even though we're all going to call you Lil Mama, but that's fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. And she hates that. Oh, God. <laughs> That's exactly why I said it. Mm. Literally why I said mm. it. DJ Little Mama Terse. Oh, my God. There you go. And it all together. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> DJ Mama Terse. I'm apologizing for her. <laughs> okay. How do you prefer, how do you like your rosés? Do you like them dark and rich or light and refreshing? Wow. <sighs> That's hard. It kinda, exactly. Yeah, it depends on the day. It really does. Wow, yeah. Only thing I can say consistently uh, consistently about mine is I like the bone dry. Okay. Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, Me too. Very, but bone dry. I agree 100% yep. with that. I'm with you. Yeah, that'll be a consensus. I agree. Bone dry. Yeah. Yep. Bone dry. I think it's interesting because around here, there has only been one place that I found that had a decent um, darker hue rosé, mm-hmm. and um, they don't the 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 establishment is not even in business anymore, and they would have it on happy hour, mm-hmm. and it was just mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll take that for five dollars, Alex. Yeah, right here. That works. Um, but for the most part, most of the rosés that I've encountered in this area that are just, I mean, have been more of a lighter hue. Yeah. Um, not the dark, which, and it, it's funny because you see a dark rosé and people are like, no, that's a red wine. No, it clearly says rosé on the bottom. Yeah. <clears throat> a rosé is just, they left the skins in a little longer than most. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Yep. So. Love it. All yeah. right, last question. What celebrity are you crushing on right now? That's easy. My all-time favorite number one crush is Common. Always has uh, been, always will be. Uh, <laughs> That's my husband. <laughs> what? Tanisha is originally from Chicago, so. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Church lady hand wave. Right, right. (laughs) The church lady hand wave with the line going somewhere else. Not good. (laughs) See, here's the thing about him, though. Like my mind doesn't go in those places initially, so he, Mm. you know, that's that's a little. That's not initially and. Right oh. after initially. What are we talking about? Okay, so not right after, because right after oh, okay. secondly, but fourthly, perhaps. <laughs> after he has, you know, said a few words to me, I heard that voice, he rhymed a couple of lines out, and I'm like, yeah. As we go like this. <laughs> I was about to say, as we, Shirley Murdoch said it better. <laughs> 
right. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. All right. So, who are y'all? <clears throat> Glennis and Tanisha. Well, right now, I don't know. Uh, Buju Bantan is just, I've been crushing on him since he's been out and doing his thing and just being the lion that he is. It's just like, do it, Buju. Just crushing on him. Yeah. On the message that he's uh, putting out, and he hasn't, you know, the establishment hasn't taken him down. He is still <clears throat> out here doing his dance all thing. I'm just yeah, love loving Buju. Loving Buju. He is truly a champion. Ah. 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 Walk like a champion. Ah. <laughs> Don't get her started. She will get her oh God! Put it on. Put it on. Put it on. Glennis is gone. <laughs> Glennis is gone. <laughs> All right, Tanisha. What about you? Um, mine hasn't changed. It's still the same few guys that I look at on TV. So, number Are one. Are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you know I love the Royce from Chicago PD. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Royce Hawkins. Okay. So for me, I watched Widows on the plane. Oh, that was really good. Well, I seen it. Davis and Daniel Kalu is on there. I don't know if that, that's how you say his name. His last name. I always mess it up. Oh, you mean the guy from um the Get Out? The guy from Get Out with the Get eyes. Out. Oh yeah, and he was—he was a villain, and he was mm-hmm. such a good villain. I don't know; it did something like what? I see you. What? I see what you're doing right there. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So he's my most recent crush. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Love it. Wow. Wow. So Stacy. <laughs> so Stacy, before we go. Please yeah. tell everybody once more where they can follow you on social media. Oh, sure. So I am at VAYNO, and that's K-N-O-W. Um, that's Instagram and Twitter. And uh, my website is Virginia Wino, all spelled out.com. So that's where folks can find me. And I'm usually on the trail. I do a Sip With Me Sunday series uh, where I go out um uh, Sundays, a couple of times a month, and feature wineries and share experiences and stories. On usually, I'm on Instagram, so that's where folks can find me. Awesome. Do you have any events or anything coming up? Oh, right now. I don't have anything coming up right now, um, but I am working on a wine event. As Serena knows, I do a, um, have a charity that I run on the side of everything else in life and um we do wine tasting fundraisers so we just had one a couple weeks ago we'll have another one in the fall at every single so get posted on that awesome yeah well thank you so much for joining this world speech this was so fun thank you oh my gosh this was so much fun i hope uh, i hope you guys will have me back of course good times just followed you so of course thank you thank you thank you Awesome. Well, cheers, guys. Happy Wine Wednesday. Well, happy cheers. Wine Wednesday. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Woo! Mama, we made it. Made it through the episode. That was a close one, y'all. My God. 
Okay, so thank you for joining the Swirl Suite. Don't forget that we are recording two live shows at the Essence Fest in July. Um, follow the Hue Society, follow um, the Black Wine Experience for <clears throat> information and tickets. Um, the more we know, the more we'll share. But we are getting close to that time where more details are coming out. So stay tuned and follow the podcast, like, subscribe. Leave a comment. Let us know on Instagram how you like the episodes. And if you have any suggestions, guests, topics, let us know. Cheers.